Romanticism, L.A. Let's talk about it. I'm Mateo Lopez Quintana, I'm on, and I'm here with my co-host, John Merjanian, and this is R.U.L.A. Throughout this podcast, we'll be answering and discussing how L.A. fulfills the values of Romanticism. The main beliefs we're talking about, we have three of them. We have individualism, nature, and idealism. Um, so L.A. offers many different things that fulfill and nurture these romantic beliefs. Today, we'll be talking about the artwork through paintings and architecture, the advertisements in L.A., the history of L.A., and even the geography of L.A. Um, some of the texts we'll be using to discuss these beliefs will be a painting by David Hockney called The Bigger Splash, the advertisements from Discover Los Angeles, and a story and video on Paul Revere Williams, an African-American architect. So to start off, we're going to start with individualism. So, Mateo, what even is individualism? Well, individualism is almost in the name itself. You got to be individual. It's best to be yourself, be unique, be original, all right? It's like you're not following you, you yourself. You're you're a leader. You're, you're your own. So would you say that it's very valued in LA to be unique and to have your own little flair on everything? Like, is that looked up to? I personally think it is because when you come to LA, like – some people think you're just going to copy what the other stars have done, right? Just go to Hollywood and become famous. But when you, when it comes to individualism, you want to be yourself. That's how, that's how you get known in LA. Most of the actors that, that grew up from LA did something. They, they, they did something that proves that they're their own, that no one else has. That's what, that's what it is. So now tell me, how does our city even show their individualism well all you really need to do is get into the heart of la and the cities around la and look for all the diversity in the people in their outfits in their attitudes from their cars to their music to what colors they're wearing there's so many things that go into the people of la and why they are themselves unique all right so, John, when I was researching, I found this painting by David Hockney, which is supposed to show individualism. Can you show how that shows that? So, I know exactly what painting you're talking about. I personally really like it. It's very simple. There's not much to look at, but when you actually analyze what is happening, there's a much deeper message in individualism. So, when you're looking at the painting... You see the house and a couple trees and the pool and you see the splash. And there's no person necessarily related to that splash. Like you don't see a person in the painting. But when you look at it, you can see all the different lines and the different shapes that this, this person's splash is doing. This is a perfect example of individualism because we don't need to know what the person looks like or what they do for a living. We just know that their splash and their impact on L.A. is going to be their own, and it's going to be different than everyone else. Wow. So something that popped in my head was that, so couldn't a priest be, be like that in a way? Yeah, I could see how a priest would have their own individualism or 
types of individualism on themselves. They have their own beliefs, their own ideas. They follow the path that they create for themselves um, with the church and their own religion. And with these, with the priest, this can lead us into our next topic, idealism. And starting idealism off, what even is the idealism belief, Matteo? So idealism is believing in that perfect world, that concept where everything is perfect. Um, the, the things that are most desirable in people, places, and things. So you're telling me that this idealism doesn't refer strictly or strictly to religion? So does it strictly refer to religion? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is it only based off of the religion and your religious beliefs? It can, but not, I don't think so. Because the reason it can, in some aspects in the different religions we have in this world, there's some points where there is idealistic views, but also there's some cases where where it isn't, where it's just, it's so simple that it's it, it, it can just happen. It's not really the perfect world. So when you when you think of idealism, you want to believe that perfect concept. So for example, a concept could be peace. You want everything to be peaceful, right? Yeah. But it's so unrealistic, and that's why it's idealistic. That because it's most desirable, but it's so hard to achieve. Okay, so you're saying that this idealism isn't necessarily religion, but it's that specific person's perfect view. Yes. Okay, so how do the people in L.A. show and support this belief? Well, L.A., according to most people's point of view, is the concept for success, right? And most people believe that success success is most desirable. So having that desire for success drives people to L.A. and drives people to succeed, right? For example, that's one of the reasons we have 4 million people in one city, um, this is, that's why people are here to become successful. And that's what's desirable. Okay. I see. I see what you're talking about now. Um, I recently watched this video on Paul Revere Williams, and I'm super impressed with how he was able to find his success in LA. How is his story of an African-American architect and his life story, an example of idealism? So I'm just going to start off with Paul Williams is one of them is an amazing Arctic architect and just in general and one of the best for LA in history. I love his work. I love, I know which video you're talking about. I've seen many more videos of him. I just love how he works. And the reason he is an, I, he follows idealism is that he wants to make sure that everyone has a place. And what people think have a place, what's most desirable people when they think of place, is a home, right? So even though he's most famous for building those houses for the rich, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was the mastermind behind all the, all the plans and structures for all the poor homes where, all, where the poor people, right, are able to find a home. And that and that's I find that incredible because he did what people most desired was to build a home for those who couldn't get one 
And that's why he's such an idealistic person doing what is most desirable for people. So I think we've been talking about idealism for enough time now. So let's look at our final romantic belief, nature. So regarding nature, which I'm very excited to talk about, um, I'm assuming this romantic belief doesn't just involve trees and plants and physical, natural aspects. Um, What is the full romantic belief of nature? I mean, it can involve trees and plants, but probably not in the physical aspect. When When you think of nature, it's more like a true beauty. It's not... Like, it's not just touching a plant be like, wow, that's soft or that's prickly, right? It's more like taking it in and just feeling the space around you and just relaxing and just really just find a place of healing. That's what nature is. It's like an escape from civilization where you need to take a break and you just need to see what's really going on. It's like a reflection place, you know? So with this romantic belief being named nature does that simply or does that mean that you have to be in nature for you to be one with this romantic belief well nature could be many things it's not just being on the beach and being outside maybe your nature is being with your dog right or maybe your nature is something it's something where you find is a place of healing and escape from civilization we say I'm pretty sure it's under the term nature because that's what nature mostly is, is an escape. We've built cities, right, mm-hmm. on top of nature, and we have limited that escape. But when you find that, that's when you really find that escape. And it's not just simply going outside because you can be outside and go to the park with your friends. But sometimes it's not an escape from civilization because you're among civilization itself. So when you're when you're out, when you're outside – or wherever you think where you can find a, a, a place of reflection or healing, that's when you're in the romantic belief of nature. So a common question would be, why do people in L.A. want to es- escape the city? I thought most people were drawn to the city in the first place. Okay, that's a good question. Um, most of the people in L.A., like we've talked about before, have come to work and to find their success, which happens through working. And with this work, a lot of stress is involved. The city is crammed with so many people, like you said, 4 million people in this one city. Um, And the nature in LA offers so many different activities that so many like to take part in, like you were talking about. The beach is a good place to go, to get away for the day with your friends and family. Um, There's many hikes in the mountains and everything like that. And you did bring up a good point with the um, with your dog. You don't necessarily even have to go outside. Maybe someone's nature is visiting an art museum to see what other people are thinking. Maybe looking at art can calm people down and bring them into this romantic sense of nature. Well, John, today we talked about how L.A. fulfills the values of romanticism. Um, So let's summarize the three beliefs we've discussed today. We've explained how individualism is a huge part of L.A. and can affect everything from clothes to cars to personalities. Um, 
and we've also talked about idealism. LA likes to show a lot of their idealism through success with money, all the actors, all the people coming to find success. Um, many people are motivated just by this hope of success. And then our last romantic belief we talked about is nature, the escape from the big city, a place to relax, de-stress, and do some self-reflection. Um, the texts that we talked about today, such as the advertisements and paintings and people, supports our romanticism. Um, Paul Revere Williams, an architect supporting idealism. David Hockney's um, A Bigger Splash painting supporting our individualism and our advertisements supporting our romantic belief of nature. So we learned from that just simple painting to shows how LA fulfills the values of romanticism. It doesn't take much to follow the romantic beliefs these beliefs are incorporating to the city and subconsciously occur in people's everyday life. Once again, I'm your host. I'm Mateo Lopez Quintana. And I'm John Merjanian. And thank, thank you, you for, for listening, listening to this episode of Are You, Are you LA, LA Podcast. Podcast.